Hello and welcome back, everybody, to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Pastor Josiah, bringing you our devotion to the habits of Scripture reading uh, via our podcast here that we offer free of charge and do it gratefully because we want to see people committed to the habit of Scripture reading daily. We believe this is um, a foundational discipline to have you rooted in Scripture. And so we hope this program helps you in that way. And we're going to talk about the love of God today. All right. So we're going to be in First John. We're going to talk about uh, what the love of God aims to do in our lives. Um, as a reminder, I always just open the book with you um, during this podcast. I don't have doc, um, commentaries and things open in front of me. I love that type of thing. I'm looking at a commentary. Actually, I'm looking at two right now. I'm just sitting on my desk here. But this isn't the time for that. Nothing wrong with it. Um, there's great programs out there where you can catch some in-depth study and things like that. What I aim to do with this is open the verse like you guys, use just good rules of thumb of context, what became before and after it, um, the overall context of the book, um, looking for Jesus in the verse, looking how it can um, help deepen my walk with Christ, and hoping through these tools to just pick up some good stuff um, for the day that, that I can trust. is isn't just inspirational thoughts from some person. Hopefully it's the um, faithful message of Scripture itself, okay? So that's what I'm joining you in. If you think some of these raise deeper theological questions that you'd like to ask, I encourage you to seek out those answers from faithful teachers. Um, you might check out some of our sermons where we get into some of it um, on our Crosspoint YouTube page and things like that. But for this program, we just stick with um, deepening a verse, which, you know, sometimes does show some pretty big stuff. But all right, enough talk. Here we go. First John chapter 4, verse 18. 1 John chapter 4, verse 18 is our verse of the day. In the ESV it reads, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> There's a lot there, man. Am I right? Let's read it again. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. All right, now, this is some thick stuff, so we're going to have to go and we're going to go up some verses and see why John's talking about this in the first place, all right? So let's go up to 13. Of course, we could take in the whole chapter. We could take in the whole book, but we don't have time for that. Let's just go up to 13 and see what we can do. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. That's capital S. We know it's talking about the Holy Spirit. So John's talking here about how we could know that God is with us, that we have committed our lives to him because his Holy Spirit lives in and through us. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior Savior of the world. Amen. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. Okay, so that's the love of God's been shown to us in his son that's been sent to us. And when we agree to that, we know who God is. 16, so we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. All right, there's love showing up for the first time in our verses. So we're following the track here. We agree that, you know, that God is with us because he's given us his spirit. We know that God has sent his only son, Jesus Christ. And so we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us because we see it in Jesus. God is love. His whole being can be characterized in that way. He is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. 
by this is love perfected with us. Okay, so there's, you guys notice in our verse, it said that uh, perfect love casts out fear. We're going to find out in 17 what John means by that. We could think of our own things, but it's better to know what John's talking about. So 17 says this, by this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment because as he is, so also are we in this world. Okay. So it's saying if we want to know, if we want to see love perfected, we look at God sending his son as his love for us. That's the perfect love of God. And so we may have confidence for the day of judgment. How could I possibly have confidence? What about my performance? What about my fear, <laughs> right? You see that? That's where I think the fear comes in. We may have confidence for the day of judgment. How could I possibly have confidence? I know who I am. I know I've fallen short of God. I know that the Bible's right about me when it says that all have sinned and come and fallen short of the glory of God. I have, except for that one, right? Jesus Christ, his son, who we're talking about here, the love of God. And if God loved me in John 3.16 style, that, you know, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life, there's my confidence. There's how God's love I begin to experience in my life, and it begins to be perfected in my life because what would I fear after that, right? What wouldn't the love of the eternal son of God, what fear wouldn't that begin to cast out of my life? There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. So I have a lot of fears in my life. You might too. But I do know that as I stick with God and keep abiding in him, as the scripture says, that the love of God keeps dealing with those things. I keep beginning to notice that so many of them don't matter. So many of them have come true and they weren't as bad as I thought. Some have come true and I thought, and they were as bad as I thought, and yet God was faithful through it and through it all. I have Jesus as the one I'm following and the one as the model that feared nothing because God was with him. And even when he came to his final moments of death and he said, I am, you know, pressed and oppressed and down, he went to the father and said, nevertheless, not my will be done, but yours. And then he went to the cross and the Lord was good for it. He raised him from the dead. He brought him through death and he will do the same thing for me. Let's keep reading then, okay? There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar, for he does not love his brother. Whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we also have from him, whoever loves God must also love his brother. Okay. So you'll see it passes first to us and begins to deal with our fears where most hatreds start. And then we begin to pass that love and that freedom from fear, that perfect love being perfected us through Christ. We begin passing that on to our brothers and sisters in the faith. And if we don't, then John's saying, how can we claim to, how can we say that we know God? Wow. There's a lot here. Um, but I'm glad we got to follow that line of reasoning. I would encourage you to keep doing that. I would go through it a few times. Go from 13 to 18 and see if you can follow um, that line of reasoning again about how can I know that I know God? What does it look like that God knows me? What does God's love look like? It, okay, it looks like Jesus. 
Jesus living with me means that the love of God lives with me, which means he is dealing with my fears. Okay. I want you to, if you want to practice that from 13 to 18, you just keep following that and how it goes from there. It needs to go from 18 down through 19, 20 and 21, that it means it, it should come to us and then it should go through us to others. And if it doesn't, then it means we don't really have the real deal. All right. That'll be a great way um, to let context teach you about this through this powerful um, scripture of the day about perfect love casting out fear. Um, Where we can see Jesus in a verse um, here is pretty easy since this one is about him. But again, I think we covered and we thought about um, when how did Jesus face those things that he was afraid of? He faced them by relying on the love of God. And as that love was perfected in him, we saw its greatest perfection in being that Jesus laid down even his own life because of the Father's love for him and was vindicated. And that's why when he tells us, hey, you can trust everything to my Father. You tr- you, he loves you in such a way that nothing can touch you. <laughs> Isn't that powerful? And then he showed it in his own life. What was able to touch Jesus? Nothing. Because the love of the Father was in his life, and so it cast out, it drove every reason for fear from Jesus' life because the perfect love of God was in his life, and nothing was able to come take that from him. And so we could say that um, this verse, perfect love, casts out all fear, is definitely um, made evident in the ministry of Jesus. All right, guys, this is one of those that leaves me saying, man, there is so much we could do. Um, verses 7 through 12 talk again about um, how love is made real among us and perfected in us. And, of course, the entire um, letter of First John would, would repay your study. But we just don't have time for that. All right. Love you guys. We'll see you soon. See you in the next episode.